0: Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our exciting radio drama podcast. Joining me to introduce this show is not only one of the stars of New Frequency, but one of the producers, the wonderful Biz Urban. Here she
1: is. Hello, radio mm-hmm. listeners.
0: Producer and actor of the show. We're big yes. timing at this one. <laughs> so, you know, this is your first time joining us here on the podcast. So I thought we'd do something kind of fun. You you came to the show as a fan first. I did. So I thought it would be fun. For this one, to have you sort of pick a piece that you liked as a fan that we could play a little bit, but I think before we even get to that, we should talk a little bit about how you you came to the show. You and I had an interesting history that brought you in to the production.
1: We did. So I back in two thousand one, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. Um, I was working at uh, Kinko's right. as a copy <laughs> consultant. Almost
0: right around the corner from where we're recording this very, right very now. Very near
1: here. Um, in the in the heart of movie making. <laughs> yes industry, and uh, I saw this guy come in every single week with just stacks and stacks of scripts, and he needed <laughs> lots of copies made, and finally, I'm very nosy and very... Um Outgoing, and I said, "Dude, what is with all the scripts?" And you said, "Oh, I have a radio drama show." Yeah, that's right. And the second you said, "Oh, I have a radio drama show," I said, "Okay, we're going to be friends now." And that was uh, 15 years that ago. That
0: was. <laughs> it was. Been, you you started coming right away I to did. the new frequency performances. Yeah, in Hollywood. Came many times to see the shows. That led to you and I doing many projects together. I and, did audition. That's right. You did and audition. And did not
1: get in. Right. The she first did audition time. when we had
0: some auditions <laughs> along the way. To my credit, I was looking for a little older voice, and uh, and I always want to tell Biz that, because she was great, uh-huh. and I got her in as soon as I could, which was, you know, when we did our last round of shows, Biz came on board as a producer, really Good. inspired me to do another round of shows. Was so helpful in getting the venue, and we put together like a round of live performances uh, here in Burbank, actually not far from right around the corner from where we, you and I originally right met. Right
1: where we met, yeah. And that was a thrill. That yeah. was such. Oh my God, that was so much fun.
0: So you'll hear Biz coming up in some pieces later on in the year, uh, some great pieces around around fall and the holidays. But let's 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 have you pick a piece. So as a fan who heard New Frequency for years, you know mm-hmm. what's what's something you think would be interesting you'd you'd, you'd like to, to talk about in here tonight
1: okay well I am first and foremost a horror buff <laughs> you are. I you love are. my scary stuff um, I, I, I grew up on scary movies it's a wonder I sleep at night sometimes I don't <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so I'm gonna pick one of the ones so when I first met Matt and started going to see new frequency shows Matt actually gave me a CD of some of his favorites and this one Has always, like years later, has always stood the (laughs) test of time to me and find it super creepy, super disturbing, um, and that is bury the mother.
0: Oh, bury the mother. (laughs) Bury the mother is a really dark, twisted tale from a guest writer of ours named Zeke Kay. He's been on this podcast several times with his pieces. They're always really dark and out there. Mm -hmm. And bury the mother in particular goes to a very dark place about a mother from the past who Comes back into a woman's life in a very uh, unexpected, yeah, you
1: could say that, yeah, sure,
0: and and terrifying way. A really, really dark piece. Uh, When I think about this piece, you know, one of the things I, I think about too was. You know it was also some some a piece that we had to kind of you know navigate some really tricky waters because it went to like a, a very mature place in this. This was almost like one of our most risque pieces, so we had to kind of kind of walk that fine line between really pushing modern radio drama and a modern horror, but also still grounding ourselves in kind of great storytelling and not going too over the top with gore and horror, although I think we, 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 we may have gone pretty extreme with this one.
1: I think you went just far enough, Matt. <laughs> thank
0: you thank you thank you.
1: And what I love about it is that you are one of the stars yes. of the piece, yes, so I'm kind of excited enough. to um, interview you well, about yeah, this. Well, good, ask him um, anything you want. Yeah, I'd love to. So, one thing that I found fascinating about the piece is that, yes, it is from it is about this woman and her journey with her mother mm-hmm. and her past, but it really comes from, you're the storyteller.
0: Right, I'm the narrator of it. And mm-hmm.
1: I really liked that a lot. I feel like it was a great window into yeah. the piece. Um, did you find that difficult to, uh, to journey?
0: I remember one of the things I found difficult about, about, about being the narrator of this piece was that since I was also the host of so many of our new frequency shows and I always introduced the piece, it was odd to introduce the piece and then turn around, right around and be the narrator <laughs> right. of the piece, because I kind of had to find that different voice. Me, Matt, I'm one of the hosts of New Frequency, and I introduced the pieces with my personality, but then I had to kind of find that guy. And I think the way that I found it was just falling into the rhythm of Rob Eisenberg's wonderful music. He did great killer
1: gnarly
0: music for this one and I just sort of like fell in to the rhythm and the mood that he was setting along the way and just sort of let myself go along with the journey with not a lot of expectations as to to what the next passage or the next page of dialogue held just sort of find myself discovering it all along the way which was you know a a unique challenge it was very rare that I took on a piece like this where I was the narrator Mm -hmm. Uh, most of the time I just did kind of supporting stuff in most of the pieces but in this one I I took on a good chunk of it and it was fun it was a it was a blast
1: I I was gonna say like I think Rob's music is really iconic in this piece. Yeah, it's see, really like, good. It sets such a, a wonderful dark tone. I love me that dark tone. And <laughs> what I also think really helped with Zeke's writing mm-hmm. is it's incredible. I believe I want to use the word flowery but it's really descriptive it's one Absolutely. of those it's one of those specific new frequency shows episodes that you can close your eyes and you can mm-hmm. see it so clearly
0: yeah it's very poetic in the way that he, that, yes. he, that he does his descriptions you'll even hear the audience groaning sometimes he's so descriptive about some things you're about to hear and I think with that we should let everybody hear this when we've talked about it enough Let's so it. thank you so much for joining us you'll come yeah, back sure. you'll, you'll hear biz on many more episodes to come all right so everybody Enjoy this one at home. We're going to go to it. A fan favorite picked by Biz Erdman called Bury the Mother. It's
2: coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's
0: coming. New frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On
2: the
3: air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. Coming. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful,
4: dreadful In one. one. New frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Hot <laughs> calling all No. <freaks. laughs>
3: Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on to our last tale on the evening. It is another piece of horror from special guest author Zeke Kay. You are about to meet Mary, whose mother treated her so awful as she was growing up that Mary often wished her mother was dead. Well, her wish is about to come true in ways that she never could have expected in Bury the Mother. of God, or, or fate with a capital F. It doesn't matter. Life is set in motion, planned out in advance, not by a whisper, an electric spark of an all-knowing being. No. The shackles of the future are clamped on the arms of the young by their parents. Then they're tossed into the lake of life. If you sink, you're a good girl. If you float, you're a bitch. All right? I learned this the easy way. Oh, Mary Hill, oh, these 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 past six months, I I I feel like I've I've gotten to, to know you so well, like I've always known you.
5: Is that so?
3: Pickles? No, oh, ah! oh, come on now, stop tickling, stop tickling. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be serious here. Oh,
5: oh, serious. Oh, I didn't realize. Please do go on. I,
3: I am, I am, I am falling in love with you. I... I love you, baby.
5: My m- m- mother called me baby.
3: Mary's eyes glassed over, but, but there were no tears, and it looked like she was suddenly wrapped in plastic. Oh, Christ, you look like I just ran over your dog. If only that
5: was all. You know, I don't, I don't think this is working out. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, every time I get close... I want you to leave. But... Uh... take your toothbrush.
3: Are you serious? Okay, fine. If I had known then what was to happen, I wonder, would I have just walked away and never turned back? My parents dropped me in the same lake, but it was in the shallow end.
4: Hello? Mary? Mary? Oh, my God, Mary, it's Kate. Oh, I can't believe I tracked you down. Kate? From from high school? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. well, some best friend. I mean, we went from spending every moment together to you dropping off the face of the earth, like, for five years. Uh,
5: I'm sorry. It it wasn't you. I I, I just needed to get away. (laughs) Does anybody else know where I am? How'd you find me?
4: No time to talk, sweetie. I mean, I've got a party to plan, and you have got to come. Oh, I mean, uh. You gotta help. I mean, you promised. I, I know it was a long time ago, but you said one day when I got pregnant, you said you'd throw the shower. <laughs> pregnant? You're pregnant? Oh, my <laughs> God. Congratulations. So you'll come? I can't. Oh,
5: Please. I'm sorry.
4: I give up.
3: Where did you organize my toothbrush to this time? It's
5: my... M- m- Mother, uh, I'm not ready to see her yet. N- n- not yet.
4: Sweetie, no one told you?
5: Told me what?
4: Your mom. Your mom passed away last year.
5: No. No, it's a trick. We thought she was dead once, but she wasn't.
4: And the cancer got her. She's been buried for almost a year. A year? Listen, Mary, if you can't make it, it's okay. I'll understand.
5: Okay.
3: Okay. Mary, are you okay?
5: I'm going home. Say you'll come with me?
3: Mary, it's a long drive. It's okay to be sad. She's dead.
5: Cry. You have no idea how many times I wish... No, no, I prayed that she would die. She was your mother. Mothers are supposed to show love, be loved. I'm
3: sure that she loved
5: you. Yeah, love me with an umbrella. What? She beat me, okay?
3: I really thought that I knew Mary, inside and out, but she had never told me before that she had been abused. And then there it was again. The plastic wrap spun around her stare a thousand times, fogging up from her breath.
5: She beat me senseless. Right by the door, she kept it. Tattered, wiry umbrella. Her hit stick. And if I spoke back, or I didn't get an A+, or I missed my boss or bled on the carpet after an hour of beating and beating, more umbrella, more beating, yeah. Yeah, so don't tell me she loved me. That's the kind of love nobody needs.
3: Okay, I, 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 am, I am sorry.
5: Don't say that. Don't ever say you're sorry, Joe. That's what the beaters say. Sorry doesn't mean a thing.
3: Oh, this is your house. Uh-huh. It's different than I used to picture it. I mean, not the way I, I used to picture it. Well, I guess I didn't used to picture it at all. But, but uh, you know, in the car, all those stories, the things that, that she did to you, I, I figured it was a creepy old house falling apart at the corners, you know? But it, it's just a normal split level in the suburbs. Just like m-
5: m- Mom, normal on the outside. <laughs> Why did I come back
3: this doesn't feel right. We don't have to go in. I tried to hold her hand, but it felt like a dead fish. By the time she realized we were touching, she pulled away. The plastic wrap was there again between us, but this time, she was sweating underneath.
5: She's dead. Dreams do come true. She's dead. She's dead. What's there to be afraid of? Get off my porch!
3: I tripped and fell, landing on the rotting remains of a pumpkin that had perished at least a month before. Startled? No, I was scared. Probably the most I'd ever been scared in my whole life. But the night was young. Hi, Pop. Who are you
2: calling Pop? Mary? Oh, Lord, it's been so long. Who's the boy sitting on my pumpkin?
5: Uh, That's Joe. He's a little bit jumpy.
2: Well, come in, both of you, come on in.
3: The house was hot and dry, and my skin started to itch. And and in there, against the wall, I saw it in a stand beside the door: the tattered remains of an old umbrella. The umbrella. So. Yeah, ah, Mary, it sure is.
2: It's good to see you.
3: Mary's father was old and looked even older, not like a man who had suddenly hit a wall, but rather one that age had sipped at, drinking the fat away from beneath his skin. Mary just stared at him. Silence. I never did like the silence, so I looked around the room for something to talk about. Oh, there, pictures on the wall. Childhood photographs. Um, sir, do you mind if, if I look at these photographs, sir? Don't. Oh, Mary,
2: of course you can, Joe. Please, Call me Barney. It'd be nice to hear my name coming out of somebody else's mouth for a change.
3: Okay, Barney it is.
2: God, it's so nice to see you,
3: Mary. It's, <laughs> it's been a hard year. Oh, here, look at this photo. How cute. This is, this is you, Mary, on, on Santa's lap. You look scared. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of kids get scared on Santa's lap.
5: I was scared he'd hand me back to my mother.
3: Mary, hush.
5: Why? Why didn't you ever try to stop her, Pop? <laughs>
2: Joe? Uh, are your folks still with us, Joe? Uh, uh, yeah.
5: She buried me in the woods, Dad, for two days.
2: I didn't know where she was taking you. Well, what
5: about all the other times?
2: Is there anything I could say that would make it okay? Tell me I'll say it. You
5: know, I'm tired, Pop. No,
2: don't go to bed. Not yet the...
3: House, it's been so lonely. Barney reached out to Mary. It looked like if he stood up from his rocking chair, his bones might crumble to dust.
5: Kate picks us up at six in the morning, Pop. We'll talk tomorrow. Oh, Kate, your little friend from school. How is
2: she? Tell me how she's been. Tell him good night. Good night, Barney. Oh, all right.
3: Good night. Night, Pop. She gave him a kiss on his wrinkly forehead. Sleep tight, babe. Mary. It was a small room, kid-size, tidy to perfection. Not a surprise. Mary loves to organize. Or maybe she hates disorder. I put the suitcases down beside the old oak desk. There were no toys on the desktop. No pencils with furry-headed trolls in place of an eraser. No stickers off cereal box tops. It was empty, but for one thing... A book, yellowed with age, but without a single dog-eared page. The binding begging a curious child to open the book. But I don't think it had ever been cracked. Houdini's escape from Terror Island.
5: Don't bother to unpack. We'll stay at Kate's for the rest of the week.
3: Okay. I sat on the bed. Uh, Should I set the alarm? Mary, do you want me to set the alarm? She was miles away, running her finger along these strange little bumps on the wall.
5: It's still here. What's here? When the morning light comes in, you'll see it. It's a it's a butterfly. I was ten years old for my birthday. Mother made Pop paint my room. She said, any color you want, so long as it's blue. I didn't want blue. I just sat on that bed, on my bed, and I just cried... And I cried, but Pop just kept painting. It took him all night, but by the morning time, he'd finished. He turned on the fan and told me to leave the window open so all the fumes didn't make me sick.
3: She pressed her nose against the wall.
5: <sighs> I can still smell them. My eyes ached from all the crying, from the fumes, from the blue, blue walls beating down on me. But then through the window, a happy little butterfly flapped in by mistake. A terrible mistake. It fluttered around me, all around and around, just making me dizzy. And I I, I found myself laughing. I, I felt clean. But then that butterfly, that little butterfly, she flew too close to the fan, got sucked in the back, spit out the front. Silly little butterfly stuck to the paint. Mother was furious. Problems have to be taken care of right away. So, Pop did just what he always does. Just painted right over the top of the mess and figured no one else would see.
3: Mary caressed the little bumps and the paint one last time, unwrapping herself from the memory. She lay down beside me on the bed.
5: Sorry the bed's so small. No, 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 no,
3: no. Not small.
5: Cozy. Thank you. For what? For not leaving when I told you to go.
3: Oh, sweetie, wild horses couldn't drag. shh, shh, shh. shh.
5: Just hold me.
3: I did. Her tired eyes drifted close.
5: Joe? Yeah, Mary? Make sure I fall asleep before you.
3: She dropped right away, and and I lay there, holding a different Mary than the Mary I had held last night. This Mary was fragile, her shoulders broken from the weight of childhood, and as I fell asleep, I wondered how many times that she lay here in fear of a knock on her bedroom door.
5: Oh, no. oh, who's who's there? Joe, Joe, are, are you asleep? Four, four a.m. Uh-huh. B- Bob, is that you? Baby.
2: So sorry, baby.
5: Mother? Dead. No, she's dead. Buried for a year. She's dead. uh, She's dead. Mary, Mary, what's what's the matter? I I have to go see Mother's grave. The grave? What, right now? Mm.
3: Later at the grave, the the flashlight poked through the mist, bouncing off headstone after headstone. Rest in peace, loving father dearest mother there there that one rebecca amy swift her hand shook so bad that she couldn't hold the light steady
5: she is dead there it is written in stone dead stone stone dead
3: she spit on the grave (laughs) and mary's knees wobbled and i caught her before she would collapse (laughs) before that moment i hadn't realized that i had never even seen mary cry Oh, but the tears didn't last long. You're dead, you bitch. Dead, and I never got to hit you back, not once! Mary threw punch after punch at my chest, and it hurt, but I just just let her go on.
4: How
1: could you hate me so much?
3: I guess she realized that she was hitting me. Sorry. She stepped back, hating herself for saying the S word, and then suddenly... Oh, Mary fell into the grave. In the dark, we had noticed that, that stuck in the black oh, earth, there was Joe. a gaping hole. Joe. Mary, Mary, oh, take my hand. Please. I will pull Joe. you out. Joe. Mary, Joe. take my
2: hand. It's empty. Joe,
3: it's empty. She's gone. Joe. Mother's gone. I pulled Mary from the open grave, heart thumping in my throat. My mind retreated, desperately searching for an explanation, but could find none. Well... One. So sorry, baby. There it was. The reason. The mother. Mary's mother, her body crinkled and warped, dripping dirt from her torn dress, covered in bugs, beetles, millipedes, all moving away from her face. An insincere smile curled, touching the bloodshot eyeball dangling inches from its hollow socket, where a nightcrawler now nested. And Mary just stood there, a a a shadow in the night, unable to move, or breathe, or scream, She reached out to Mary, arms bending near the elbows like overripe fruit. Come closer, baby. The creature, the the zombie, she stretched out her fingers one at a time. Swept down from the night and plucked the worm from Mary's mother's eye. Something grabbed me by the hand. Come on! And then Mary, she dragged me to the car and we raced back to the house. Get in the crawl space under the stairs. Your, your, your mother, the worm, her eyes, her eyes.
5: I'm, I'm closing us in here together. We're going to sit in the dark and not say not a, word.
3: Word. Not a word. Not a word. Not a word. Not a word. Oh, no. Well, maybe it's your father. Or- sh- 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 sh. We have to get out of here. She'll find me.
5: She always finds me.
2: Becca, is that you? Yes. Oh dear, I've missed you so much. You look beautiful.
3: I grabbed Mary by the hand <laughs> no, and I pulled her from the car.
2: No, what are you doing? We have to get out of here! No! No! no. Becca, it's been such a difficult year. I. Oh! Uh, uh, no, Becca! Yes. No, Becca! No, my, my father! No, no Mary! No! I go. can't
3: let her hurt no, him. No, did he ever stop her from hurting you? Let me go! I won't. I can't let you go, baby. No! Oh. I never even saw it coming. She punched me square in the jaw and knocked me out cold. Minutes later, I came to, and the and the room was spinning, and it, and it stank of piss and, and death, and I noticed something, a, 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 a nothing, a, a something that would have meant nothing if Mary hadn't told me her mother's favorite instrument of correction. There, next to the front door, was the umbrella stand. No umbrella. But before I could get to Mary, before I could even scream out a warning, I realized that I was too late. At the top of the stairs, a figure, a portrait of evil, Mary's mother. So
2: sorry, baby. So sorry.
3: Something hit her, and the monster toppled over backwards, and she tumbled down the stairs, and her putrefied body came to a rest in a heap. And then there at the top of the stairway stood Mary. In her hand, the umbrella dripping with rotting flesh. I, I, I didn't know what to do, but Mary, she moved like she had done this before, at least in her mind, maybe a thousand times. She severed the head, the legs, and the arms. And then she tossed the parts into a glad bag. And she dragged it to the front door. Mary! Oh.
5: Kate! Uh. This is my boyfriend, Joe. He's a little bit jumpy.
4: (laughs) And cute, too. Oh, hey, what's in the bag? Oh, don't tell me. It's a surprise for my party, right? I love surprises. Then
3: open the bag.
4: (laughs) Can we
5: stop by the cemetery on the way to your place?
4: Sure. What a good daughter. Paying your mother her due respect.
5: (laughs) I guess you can say that.
3: (laughs) Mary made me stay in the car. She said it with this strange smile on her face. She seemed more like the Mary I fell in love with, and so I did what she asked. She managed to drag the bag all the way to her mother's grave. The sun was just coming up, so I, I couldn't see too much detail, but I could tell that she was putting her mother back where she belonged. I tried to keep Kate distracted with the idle chit-chat a sports to the weather, had she picked a name for the baby, or, or maybe I was just trying to distract myself what Mary had done. I don't know if I could have been that strong to throw off the shackles, but, but Mary, Mary she did it.
4: Oh, what's this? Houdini escaped from Terror Island? Oh, this looks interesting.
3: Mary must have grabbed the book off her desk.
4: Hey Mary, this a good book? Never read it, but I know how it ends.
5: Keep it. I think you might need it. Uh, what? Just start the car, Kate. And step on the gas.
3: As we drove off, I couldn't help but steal a peek at the graveyard. A hill filled with loving fathers and, and beloved mothers. I wish I hadn't looked. Oh, how I wish I hadn't looked. The dirt shook, and then one and then another clawed their way out from the grave. And I could almost hear them speak. So
2: sharp. Sure.
1: So sorry. Never meant to hurt you. <laughs> <mumbles> <laughs> <laughs> New frequency Signing off in
3: three, two, one.